Hello, everybody, and welcome to the American Shoreline Podcast. This is Peter Ravella, and I'm the co-host of the show. And this is Tyler Buckingham, the other co-host. There's never been a show like this on the American Shoreline Podcast, Tyler, because today uh, we're dedicating this show to one of our dear friends and colleagues, uh, the host of ASPN's Next Gen Waterfronts podcast, uh, Dan Martin. Uh, Dan passed away in December of 2020, and for the record, I will say from causes unrelated uh, to COVID, it was a very unexpected loss uh, to someone that we love dearly at Coastal News Today and the American Shoreline Podcast Network. And we're going to spend some time today talking about Dan and remembering Dan and, and tribute to him as a person and as a professional. Um, and we have a chance to talk to his longtime friend and colleague and partner, Christian Vetter, uh, who is a principal at uh, Market and Feasibility Advisors, a firm that Dan and Christian founded together in 2008. And we're just really pleased to be able to uh, remember Dan with Christian. Thanks a lot, um, Christian, for agreeing to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Well, Christian, thank you so much for being here uh, for this very special show. And I will just go ahead and start off uh, this discussion today. Uh, and, I, you know, uh, everyone should know out there that uh, of the three of us, I probably knew Dan the least. But uh, I'll just say that, you know, every Dan did, I believe, 14 shows, uh, 14 next gen waterfront shows on ASPN. And I had the pleasure of producing all of those programs. And, uh, you know, Dan was a really fun and uh, inquisitive fellow and was a joy to work with. <laughs> he would oftentimes do his shows in a shotgun pattern. In other words, there would be three or four episodes coming out at once. He would get <laughs> he would be inspired to do start producing a show and it would turn into three shows. Of course, we would release them uh, separated. But uh, his enthusiasm to learn new things and to ask interesting people questions uh, and and also his advice, Peter, that he gave us as we were putting Coastal News Today and the American Shoreline Podcast Network together. He was one of our original consigliaries on this project. And I just have to say that I am going to miss uh, his jolly disposition the way that he brought a curious energy uh and a sense of uh, a sense that that we could understand things better and that through that understanding uh you'd be a more complete person that was the way dan was he always sought to uh expand his knowledge uh how often did Dan say, hmm, that's, you know, that's really interesting. That's, that really, and then it would kick off another, a whole new line of, of questioning. And uh, I got to say, uh, Christian, I'm really going to miss that. And I've got to, I've got to ask as someone who worked with him for so long, uh, would you just talk a little bit about uh, the energy and and vibe that that Dan would bring uh, to your work. 
Oh, uh, where to start? Where to start? Uh, maybe uh, a little episode. Whenever we started a new project and we went out to see the client, uh, the first thing we would do is we would go out there, get to know the client, and ask the client a lot of questions. You know, to figure out what the goals were, uh, the background, uh, the expectations, and things like that. In most cases, this actually turned around and, and the client started asking Dan questions because on the way to the project site, Dan noticed uh, some, some interesting things, uh, uh, interesting facilities, sites, and, and he, would, he, would, he would just start the interview with, with asking the, the, the client the question, oh, what, what is this? I, I saw this building there. What what do they do in there? What's it for? And 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 we were just going off topic. And then uh, Dan gave us thoughts about uh, uh, that specific facility, and 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 uh, the client was going like, "Oh yes, that's that's very interesting. How do you think we can improve that? What do you think about this? And 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 how how does it affect our our project?" So we were you know basically. Uh, already uh, uh, giving advice, or he was already giving advice to the client at the beginning of the pro project before we even got to to get started and and go ahead and and follow our usual pro processes and approaches to it. His enthusiasm was really contagious. I think his enthusiasm uh, and his brilliance. I mean, uh, one of the things. Uh, Christian that I uh, wish I had more uh, time with uh, Dan is because I th he was one of the most insightful and brilliant people I've ever met and I mean that honestly uh, and one of the most sincere and positive people I've ever worked with professionally um, he always he always felt like a brother to me someone whose judgment and insight and interest and curiosity, Tyler, as you're saying, um, was just infectious and such a positive thing to be around. Um, can you talk about what Dan was like day to day and in, in your work with market feasibility advisors? Oh, there were uh, basically two sides of him. Of him, uh, he was always there. If 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 I would have a question about a pro a, a project that we were working on, and uh, I there was always time to 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 pick up that question and and think about it and start a dialogue about it and 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 you know offering his his insights or his views and 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 give some advice on how to tweak it and maybe move forward on it. Uh, and in a lot of cases, this this uh, evolved into into a di discussion, which actually for for me uh, uh, was was very uh, insightful because it helped me to move the project forward and maybe add uh, two or three different angles to it, which which usually is is very helpful because uh, you know if you just focus on a project yourself, there's 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 incredible value. To, to someone like Dan uh, that just 
can come in and and answer your question but also you know just show a couple more angles you might want to approach this so this this was just simply wonderful to have uh on the other hand uh sometimes those conversations got a little bit out of hand and and um in, in, in a few occasions, my job was to just, you know, wheel them back in and refocus all this energy on, on, on the actual task ahead. So I can there see that. were always two sides to it. Yeah, I can see that. Dan, you know, Dan's curiosity <laughs> was uh, endless. But, you know, one thing that I, you know, Peter, you, you commented on his brilliance, on his, uh, uh, his mind and uh we have the pleasure of interviewing people a lot of really smart capable minds on this show and uh dan dan was unique uh in his in his brilliance one thing that i that sticks with me was that he was an unassuming great thinker uh anyone he could talk to anyone about really complex things complex theories and without dumbing them down or oversimplifying, he he could carry on and allow this, you know, um, this this chain reaction of ideas to take place. And really, I mean, that 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 was his brilliance—the way that he would j make connections and uh, add perspective, Christian, as you say, on on any particular issue. And I have to imagine, Christian, in your time working with him, that you at times just said, hey, look, this is a Dan Martin problem. Do, do you have a, a recollection, a particular project or story that you could share with us uh, where showing Dan's creativity and, and, and brilliance at his approach? Oh, where to start? Um, a very. I'm trying to think of pretty much. I I would say with 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 every project where he got he got really engaged and and uh, we had a project recently uh, uh, on the Chicago uh, uh, South Shore, and um, he 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 took this project to heart because it it was a uh, uh, you know uh, a program to to redevelop underserved neighborhoods here in the city and uh he he just he just you know started uh uh out and 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 looked at the project and then you know uh we we, we stumbled uh, you know uh, about uh, across where well, we came across a couple of roadblocks there and uh his his he just opened up and 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 came came up with these brilliant uh, uh, additional ideas which which you know he picked up on and and uh uh which almost came out of nowhere and we were just basically looking at a couple of settings pre uh, previously given uh, to us from the client and and uh we should you know look at the markets for that and is is it viable and they were pretty much preset in that but but dan just just came out and in his open uh, way without any any presets he didn't he never had any presets when he approached a, a, a project or anything like that and he came out and and uh, 
he slapped them uh, with with uh, and literally slapped them with with ideas like like um, hydroponics and 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 uh, coffee roasters and things that were completely off the charge. They weren't even even uh, a part of the initial work scope or the the project that that they were looking to get funding for. So uh, this is this was. I mean, I was stunned because I was like, Dan, do you think, are you sure this, is it going to, is it going to be some, that's fairly new stuff. And, and you, 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 you really are, are here combining, uh, um, uh, you know, a, a distressed neighborhood with, with, with opportunities that are, you know, fairly new and, and, and the market is still evolving and there's a risk involved in this but uh, yeah. he looked at me and said like i'm i'm so convinced this is this is really something that could work here you know you could combine this with a community center and education and job training and this and this and that <laughs> and uh, i mean this was just uh, it just blew me away wow. and i was okay okay <laughs> so uh, but but yeah this 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 ability to 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 just look at this and then just explode with ideas and thoughts and and visions that that uh you know uh, we just we we just don't have that yeah uh, and it's it's harder for us to to look look behind that and 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 i mean i was i'm i i was in the lucky position to learn from him so i i learned a little bit of that skill set which which helps me a lot but but especially with that project this this was so um, over. I wouldn't call it overboard, but this was uh, just amazing what came out of it. And and he really he really was engaged in this uh, more than uh, in a lot of projects I worked with him beforehand. So this this was really something. Uh, you know, I I mean, working with Dan, you're kind of used to this, but that was really all <laughs> all over and above everything. Yes, he was. He, I, I think we all recognize his creativity. Uh, you know, market feasibility advisors out there for the listeners, uh, Dan and Christian's company uh, is dedicated to providing financial analysis to people who are in making large scale investments, many of which were recreation related or coastal related things like aquariums and zoos and trail attractions and cultural and uh, projects and investments. Uh, Y'all provided this expert advice, how to conceive of a project area, how to bring new things into the market that would be financially successful uh, to provide that kind of insight and guidance uh, to clients all over the world. Um, One of the things I loved about Dan is when I wanted to just pick his brain about something or I saw something in the news and I wanted to just say, Dan, what do you think about this? What are you hearing here? What's going on in this topic area? And I'd try to reach out to him and I never know where he would be when he would answer the phone. It could have been, <laughs> could have been in Saudi Arabia or places around the world or anywhere on the American shoreline. I mean, he was just such a vibrant an incredible uh, consulting professional. Um, it just was, uh, it w- must have been remarkable to build a company with him, Christian, and to work so closely with, with him over the years that you guys uh, knew each other. H- how long did you know, Dan? When did you guys meet? 
oh, I think that that was about almost twenty years ago. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I had a little uh, consulting shop uh, over in in uh, Germany after. I graduated from uh, the university there with two of my friends, and um, he got uh, one of my friends uh, got another job offer, and he left for that. And uh, at that time, uh, I met my uh, my wife. She she was from Chicago. I met her actually uh, on a wedding here in Chicago. I was invited to, and so. Well, you know, as it turns out, we decided to to uh, get married, and now the decision was to be made. Okay, who's 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 gonna move? Uh, uh, is it me to Chicago or is it uh, her to 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 Munich? So, well, the decision was made that I would move to Chicago uh, since it, it wasn't the first time for me to to spend time here in in the U.S. I've I've been over here and. Uh, a bunch of uh, exchange programs during my education. And uh, so I, I moved here and uh, I started working at ERA. That was my first uh, consulting job over here. And that's e when uh, I went down. That's Economic Research Associates, right? Research Associates, yes. Mm -hmm. Which is, was one of the preeminent uh, economic analytics firms, as I understand it. And Dan uh, was a vice mm -hmm. president. You guys worked many years at ERA, as I understand yes. it. Mm -hmm. We worked, uh, yeah, basically we worked together until 2007. And uh, at that time, prior to that, uh, ERA was uh, bought by AECOM, which is a large uh, engineering corporation. Uh, and um, we felt that it, the type of work um, we did at, at ERA, uh, we couldn't perform that uh, with the same um, uh, freedom, let's say, what it is uh, that we had at ERA. Uh, if you are working in a, in a, for a larger corporation, uh, there are a little bit more roadblocks and, and legal procedures to follow through. And, and I think that that was part, uh, part of it, because if you have someone uh, as creative as Dan is, um, this, this, this is not helpful. So um, MFA then was founded in 2008. Well, uh, you know, a couple things come to my mind here. First of all, that uh, Dan, uh, was just a, an incredibly talented uh, consultant. And of course, I think he was an, an talented leader. Peter, we did, prior to starting ASPN, uh, we're actually why, right when I started working with you, uh, Dan was in the picture. The first, the first thing I ever did with Peter Ravella was uh, a restore grant application, actually several of them. Uh, we, our client was the city of South Padre Island. And uh, Christian, you and Dan were brought in to clarify the economic uh, outlook of these grant projects that we were proposing. And uh, I immediately knew we were in for an interesting ride when, when we had our first call, kickoff call with Dan Martin, who was just immediately throwing <laughs> high heat fastballs 
about these projects. Uh, you know, we're talking about like a boat ramp, ladies and gentlemen. And Dan's asking questions like, "What's going to be next to the boat ramp? Are we? Well, there's a. I could see. I could foresee bars moving in here and and amenities. And I mean, just like his imagination, his his ability to, as you said, Christian, vision things were was just so. That energy was just so infectious and. Uh, obviously you guys got hired by the city to do this stuff. And, and uh, I believe one of those grants was uh, we get, we, we were awarded one of those $1.3 million. Uh, so it was a good investment grant for, that was given to the city of South Padre based on the analysis uh, Christian that you and Dan provided to the city in that process. Uh, but I got to say uh, Dan truly was a lover of uh the waterfront uh and he particular you know he's from boston yep and uh he was a very proud bostonian he was a very proud chicagoan uh where he uh lived i believe the last you know m- many years of his life he also spent time here in austin texas and he did yep. i had the pleasure of uh he came down here uh, one particular time i remember peter and we were able to hang out with dan and walk around the city and that was also a real treat, hanging out with Dan here in Austin. He he went to UT Austin. He did. He uh, undergraduate at Catholic University of America in Washington D.C. Tyler, where you went to undergraduate as well. No, I, I went to George Washington. University. But in what? Yes, but yes. in Washington D.C. And then yeah, Dan's right. uh, uh, masters from the Macomb School of Business at University of Texas at Austin. So yes, he spent time here in Texas. Had y'all had an office here, Christian? Uh, but Dan. Uh, as Tyler was saying, I think traveling, visiting the coast. A lover of place. Yes. He loved places. I think every national park, or he was on his way to getting to every national park, he traveled extensively, was an incredible husband and father and family man. And and the experiences that he brought to his family, taking his children all over the America and visiting places and working on issues around the country. Um as a father and uh, as a husband, uh, you know, I always knew that was the center of his life when I talked to Dan. Anything we were working on. No question. It was just so central to him as a person. Um, and our hearts go out to Madonna, his lovely wife, and his family. Uh, you know, Christian, can you comment on, on Dan as, a, as not, not outside of his professional life, but as, as a person? Well, uh Every time uh, we, 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 we went on a trip, uh, you know, without his family, um, there was always there was always time in the evening after, you know, after our meetings and, and, and discovery journeys and everything. There was always time where, you know, you sit down and, and, and talk about the day. But he was always at that point, he was always talking about his 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 family and, and uh, you know, oh, I got to talk to them. I got to, you know, I saw that. That's very interesting. Maybe on our next trip, we should go here and see that. And then, of course, you know, before we left, he was always on the lookout for for little souvenirs that are very specific uh, to to the city or the town we were visiting to to bring something home, uh, uh, you know. To, to basically uh, um, right. in, include include them in his travels and and bring home a little bit of the experience he just had and and to to share this with his kids and his wife so that that was wonderful 
just to go back to 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 another thing i would i would think about dan his his abilities and and his curiosity and his 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 open mind is is best described if 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 you would you know basically blindfold him take him to a place uh he's never been before you know remove the blindfold and he would just start looking around and just start talking and looking at things and his imagination would go wild and and he would come up with ideas and thoughts and 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 uh, you know uh, visions of 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 that place he just he was he was just seeing at that very moment so this this is really something unique in in a person. Well, and and central to the work that you guys were asked to do, and in the projects that we work together on, Christian, and I'm thinking of Lake Nasworthy and uh, in uh, San Angelo, Texas area, where we were envisioning the future of this central Texas lake, what could be on the shoreline, how it would fit into the community. This idea of being able to envision the future, and those conversations, as you said, were just fascinating because he, he had such a richness about the importance of community in planning for new projects and how land should be developed and the integration of of amenities that fit the community. And I, I remember having long discussions with Dan where he would emphasize the economic access to the areas he was working on planning. He said, you know, you can't it's great to have very high-end hotels and areas for visitation. That is one part of the market. And then he would start talking about families. And what I loved about Dan was his encyclopedic knowledge of demographic information. He would tell you what percentage of families, homes, had children. When did that change? How many people were growing in this particular area? You know, he just he knew so much about society and about the communities and that was incredibly central to how he thought about and helped his clients plan for project areas and i just always had this sense that family was central to how he thought and he wanted his projects to be accessible to everyone it was just such a it was just one of those things i just loved about him yeah, it, it, it was not it was not just pure business. It it was he was in his projects. He, there was always a level of personal engagement in in it. Uh, you know, just just to to you know make the community a better place for everybody. You know, so that everybody would would have a better quality of life, more opportunities. You know, basically a smile on their faces. That 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 was always you know, the passion that he brought to a every project I worked with him. And I would say that he brought that to uh, his podcasts as well. You know, I, again, I'm, I'm sitting there, you know, sometimes early in the morning producing these shows, which would come out. I mean, he would be like uh, the day before he'd email me like, hey, I want to do a show tomorrow afternoon. Can you swing it? And I'd be like, sure, Dan, let's do it. And he would, he would have on always interesting guests, always great conversation, always a uh, always catching the guest off guard with his questions. And not, not, only, not only his questions, but his charm, his sense of humor, uh, little jokes tucked in that were oftentimes pretty corny, but worked somehow. And uh, 
this month uh, we will be honoring Dan with some by re-airing uh, four special shows that that we really feel uh, exemplify the next gen waterfronts uh, podcast that that he hosted for two years. Yeah, uh, we're so happy to do this, and for for the listeners out there. Uh, all of Dan's shows are compiled on Coastal News today, and if you click on the American Shoreline Podcast button and scroll down through the, all of the hosted shows that we have, you'll find the Next Gen Waterfronts podcast ta- uh, uh, show and click on Dan's name. And if you click on his name, all of his shows will will come up, and you can look at the body of work that he's that he did with Tyler, as you said, Tyler, over two years from November. Uh, 2018 to very near his uh, his unfortunate and tragic death in December uh, 2020. Um, we selected, I think t- t- it was hard to select uh, shows to re-air, uh, but we did pick four. And there wasn't anybody on the American Shoreline Podcast Network as a host, and I say this with all due respect to the fantastic hosts that we have on this network, that spoke to people of that were of of a higher caliber than Dan Martin. Um, his Who he called and who he sat down with to talk about the economics of development and the future use of the shoreline was just amazing. And I just want to list off the four shows that we're going to run starting starting next week. Uh, Emily Mazzucarati is the CEO of 427. This is a major company that was purchased by uh, Moody's Analytics, and this firm analyzes uh, the real estate market, the implications of climate change. Emily, the CEO and founder of that company, a very prominent economic thinker in the world, sat down with Dan to talk about climate change. So you'll see, have a chance to hear that that show again with Emily and Dan. Uh, the second one we picked was his interview with Mary Ludgen who is the managing director of the Heitman Global Real Estate Investment Firm, a company with $44 billion under management worldwide. Uh, Dan and Mary also talking about the implications of climate change and risk in coastal investing and project management. What was the economic implication for the building community and the development community from climate change? Another fantastic show um he did a really good show with a a couple of the principals in main street design a firm that was uh instrumental in in many many incredible coastal developments around the world uh the topic was creating attractions on the american shoreline what matters a show that deals with as you said christian his sense of the holistic uh responsibilities to develop projects in a way that serve the community as broadly as possible. It was a great show. And the final one we used as a selection of the 14 shows that Dan produced was uh, with the executive director of the Port of Chicago, his hometown port there in Chicago, Clayton Harris III. And uh, they have a a discussion, an in-depth discussion about port economics and developing the Port of Chicago into a world-class port. That just gives you a sense of the breadth, the intellectual interest of Dan Martin. Uh, I, I think, <laughs> Tyler, you touched on on his sense of humor, and uh, he was a master of the pun. Uh, you know, I love talking to Dan. I mean, he 
he was so quick on his feet and so fun and so funny. Uh, he just was, uh, I'm just going to miss him so much, Christian. And, and I, hope, I hope that your work at Market Feasibility Advisors uh, continues. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the transition and what it's like to, to lead that firm without your, your, your close colleague and dear friend? It is uh, it is challenging. Uh, that that's that's for sure. I'm 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 still you know working my way into it um, and and you know picking up all the pieces and and it's 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 a big big uh, uh, pair of shoes to fill. That that's that's for that's for sure, certain. But uh, on the other hand, you know knowing Dan for for uh, such a long time, knowing how he works and and what it, what 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 is important. Or what was important to him, which which also contribute a lot to the, to the success of, of, of market visibility advisors, uh, is is helping me to 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 uh, you know follow follow up uh, and, and and build 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 on his legacy and 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 uh, continue to carry his his approaches, his his ideas and values. Uh, uh, you know, with moving moving forward with MFA into the next chapter, it it is it is an important thing, an important base to work off of, and it's it's uh, it's 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 still um, hard to to grasp that that he's gone, and you know, I I lost a a, a dear friend, a colleague, and and uh, a very important mentor uh, to my uh, professional career. No doubt about it. Uh, you know, uh, I just have one final thought here I want to share on this uh, Remembrance show, and that is that uh, when we asked Dan to host a show, he was initially a little suspicious. <laughs> and then we, we, we told him that we would... And reluctant. And yes. relu- yeah. Suspicious and reluctant, I think. He was. He was. He was, he was like, what's a podcast? How is this going to work? But we, we talked him into it. We did. And we twisted his arm. We sent him a microphone. Uh, and uh, then we had to come up with a name for the show, his show. And we were kicking around all sorts of names, and he came up with this idea of next generation or next gen waterfronts. Uh, and next gen is, you know, that's kind of a '90s tech uh, <laughs> phrase in a, in a way. But what he was going for was yeah. actually human generations uh, yeah. and trends. And he was Peter. You mentioned it. You know, he he was so interested in the future. And so much, uh, and and the past, he, uh, history, yes, history, and, and trends, huge. and how things change. Yeah, and if there isn't a more coastal concept than that, I don't know what is. And I just want to say that uh, uh, Dan was genuinely uh, interested in passing on a better world for the future, and he believed, I believe, deep in his heart that it was um, that he was duty bound to do that and he it was his life's work in many respects the pro- the projects yeah. and and the the consulting work that he did was in service of making the world a better place um, and helping project planners and investors and developers understand the ramifications and implications of their decisions and he did it 
amazingly well, always with the future in mind. And uh, I just, I'm incredibly grateful to have had the opportunity to uh, work with Dan and I'm going to miss him a hell of a lot. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that he said yes to the uh, inquiry that we made for him to host a podcast. Uh, like all of the hosts on ASPN, no one uh, who be, who became a host of a show had ever done a show. And Dan was convinced that he this was not for him. And I think, uh, but we had worked with Dan, gotten to know Dan, his brilliance and insight and thought process was so great. I said, you've got to do this, Dan. You're, you will, you'll be great at it. I swear, I promise you, you'll be good at it. Give yourself some time. Do some shows. Uh, learn the ropes. Uh, you, we want to give you this platform, and and it. He was he was a slow starter. He was a little bit not sure about the idea, but damn it, he did fourteen shows over two years and was a guest on many other shows. Many a Friday happy hour. Many Friday happy hours, and uh, you know, I just remember starting out the and, and talking to Dan about what he wanted to explore on Next Gen Waterfronts and. There, just one of the things that struck me, he said, look, I think it's interesting. We want to talk about near shore development, development near the shore. We want to talk about development immediately adjacent to the water, you know, a beachfront hotel or what the attraction might be or what the economics of that development might be. And he said, the other thing I'm going to be looking at is over water development. And I said, what the hell is, he said, I said, what the hell is that? What are you talking about? And he said, look, the, Looking at the trends and what I see coming down the road, you're going to start seeing more and more development occurring over the water and developments all over the South Pacific are being done this way now. And Dan was interested and concerned about that trend and what it meant Uh, so many times um, in talking to Dan. Uh, Tyler, you're so right. He he would bring this historical depth of understanding of how things have transformed along the shoreline or in an area or how society and how people are recreating, what you have to anticipate. He uh, it was just so he opened my eyes to so many uh, things that I had not thought about or heard about. Uh, Dan was the one who told me, he said, let me tell you what's going to happen with all these golf courses. Remember this? He said, the number of people who play golf in America is going down by this much. Here's how much land is involved in, in golf course. And the redevelopment of golf course property around the American shoreline is going to be a major undertaking in the next 10 years. As it, and, I, and, you know, of course he's right. He was right about that. He was right about the conversation we had early in COVID, Tyler, that you and I had this conversation with him. I think this was a, was this a Friday happy hour? I might have been. I mean, this was way back in the beginning of the, the beginning, Like about pandemic. March. Yeah. And Dan was describing what was going to happen in 2020 as the pandemic unfolded. This was very, very early. And he was saying, I'm telling you that staycations are going to be, people are going to be driving. These are the kinds of of things that are going to happen. Large beach communities are going to suffer. Hotels are really going to suffer. People are not going to want to stay. But renting cabins, Airbnb, VRBO, this is what you're going to see going into the summer and into the fall of 2020. And again, Christian, I, and, and I, I suspect that you guys spoke about these things. He, he was so insightful uh, about what was happening in society 
Can you touch on that, what those conversations, what sort of the water cooler conversation, what was it like to work with a guy who could kind of perceive the world as with that kind of vision that he had? We, uh, especially, uh, you know, to, to the activities and, and the switch in, in, in uh, uh, preferences, we, 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 start, we had long conversations about RVs. Uh, recreational vehicles. If if he was, uh, oh, have you ever driven one? How how does it feel to to maneuver one of those large large vehicles? Uh, isn't it isn't it you know difficult to get it into into one of the 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 RV sites in in an RV park? How do you hook this up? How are you going to do this and that? And and uh, uh, oh, uh, do we have? Do I have any data on on RV sales and and how how is this is going to affect this and and uh, do you know anything about RV parks and I know a lot of <laughs> Europeans used to come over here and rent an RV and drive all over the country but now it seems that you know more and more Americans are doing this because of COVID. Um, what 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 can what kind of amenities do RV parks have? Uh, can we add something to this? You know, and and how can we you know go go about this to make sure that we still keep you know the social distancing in place because you're arriving there in your own little bubble, and you are you know a little bit mindful of of oh do I want to break this? Do I want to have other people coming into my bubble? But you know this is this is going to be the future, and 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 we should we should uh, uh, that's going to stick at least part of it will going to stick. This will change the landscape, especially in this industry. So there was uh, a lot of of, of, <laughs> yeah. of feedback, ideas, and and you know just exploding all over the place. Well, he he his brilliance was shared on LinkedIn, and if uh, you if folks out there. Uh, use LinkedIn. Uh, look up Dan Martin and his essays. He wrote several essays over 2020, part of which arose out of his podcast and being more uh, communicating his vision of the future and sharing his observations on his podcast. He also did it in writing. Uh, he analyzed uh, what the economic trends were going to be as a result of the COVID pandemic they're really really interesting articles uh that were really well received thousands and thousands of people read that and he would call me up and say you can't believe all of these people are reading this what i've written and i said of course it's brilliant it's absolutely incredible nobody's think seeing what you're seeing so he was just such a compelling uh, uh man and and you know, I, it, it, I, I'm, I'm heartbroken at his loss. Uh, it was so sudden and unexpected. Um, like I say, I kind of felt like he was a brother to me, someone that I could call and talk to about anything going on in the news or in the country or what's going on. Personally, he was such a good friend and just the dearest, dearest guy. And I, I do, I mean this. I have never enjoyed working with anybody else professionally more than Dan Martin. I... Um, and I feel really privileged that he uh, joined ASPN and and helped Tyler and I uh, as we shaped Coastal News Today and brought this thing forward. There was so much more we could have done with Dan, and it's just a huge loss for for us and uh, as a as as, as uh, with with Coastal News Today, but also personally. And Christian, I know for you as long as you've known Dan and worked with Dan and know him and his family, uh, this is really a tragic loss for all of us. And 
Um, I just want to say I really, you know, appreciate getting a chance to honor Dan in this show. What What are your closing thoughts, Christian? What 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 would you like to add to this conversation? Oh, first of all, it, it as I mentioned before, it's it it's still it's hard to grasp that he's gone because, you know. Uh, because of the pandemic, uh, we weren't able to 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 visit him in the in the in the hospital. Uh, the, the, his 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 uh, funeral services were were uh, virtual, and and you know the only the only thing I could you know do in person is 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 visit his his final resting site and pay my respects there. So it it, it just. It it in it in it was it was quick. I, I just had a conversation with him on the phone, you know, about projects and and future endeavors and and uh, you know the upcoming election or the election results and all the trouble that 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 uh, you know was going on and and um, he, he also he also asked me one time, oh my God, if we get if if we get uh, uh, four more years. Uh, you think we should we should uh, uh, we should all move to to Europe <laughs> at least for four years, and right. then come back and rebuild. But uh, you know he 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 always you know he always had had some some visions and solutions already on his mind. You know to cope with any kind of uh, uh, things that that the future would 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 throw at him. But uh, yeah, it, it is it is still something unreal, and and uh, it, it, every time you know I, I see his picture on our website, it's, I, I can't believe that that this voice is gone, and yeah. um, it, it's it, he, he he was a friend, uh, and and you know as you said, you know I enjoyed the conversations. Uh, we had discussions uh, because you know I'm, I'm I'm a stubborn German and he was a stubborn <laughs> Irishman, so <laughs> he was that, indeed a very proud Irishman. Out and of yes, course comes uh, from Boston. So, uh, but then again, you know, it inspired us to to have a discussion and and to to you know follow follow those our arguments up with facts. So uh we 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 both profited from it so it it, it wasn't something something mm-hmm. bad it was actually no. something positive and and this this way that he was able to engage me or pretty much everybody else in conversations in exchange of ideas and visions that that was also something that that uh i'm i'm really really gonna miss dearly well ladies and gentlemen uh Christian Vetter is a principal at Market Feasibility Advisors and the lead of that firm now in the absence of uh, Dan Martin, who passed away unexpectedly and tragically December 6th, 2020, a dear friend to Coastal News Today and ASPN, uh, host of the Next Gen Waterfronts podcast. Um, so we, we, we really thank you, Christian, for taking time out of, I, which I know is a very difficult transition process that you have to go through right now, uh, to talk with us about Dan and share some stories about this fantastic human being that we all had the privilege to know and love. Um, my heart goes out to you and, and, uh, and to Dan's family and his wife and his wonderful children. And uh, we're, 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 we're honored to rerun shows on Coastal News today 
And uh, Christian, we want to thank you for writing a tribute to Dan, which will come out with this show today on Coastal News Today. Uh, is a remembrance of Dan Martin. And uh, we just want to tell all our listeners out there, uh, if you, you, don't, you didn't miss them all, uh, if you missed any of them, they're all available on on uh, on the podcast network. Look for Dan Martin and the Next Gen Waterfronts podcast. I'd encourage everyone to go spend a little time with the brilliant mind of Dan Martin, uh, one of the great people who was lost in 2020. Uh, thank you very much, Christian, for for sharing your time with us today. Thank you for the opportunity to be part of that. I appreciate it. Singing while I'm out.